0: Okay, let's make a start. I'm going to mute everyone. And let's do our normal kind of moment of pause. It's whatever our morning has involved, work, rest, sleep, shopping. I don't know what it was for you. Going out for a walk, calls, zooms, all of it. And let's just come again and just say, Jesus, I give my life again to you. Your way, not my way. And then um Jules, could you pray for us? You yeah, unmute yourself for 30, 40 seconds and then we'll go from there. We'll just take a moment to silence ourselves. God, we come before you this lunchtime coming from, um, I'm sure, very different mornings, each of us, but we come uh, as one before you today to hear from you again and just pray that you open our, our hearts and our minds to hear what you want to say to each of us individually and to, to us as a, a church today as we hear from Adrian. Amen. Amen. That's good. So let's centre then. Pause. We center, we're centre. going to centre the next bit of James. Um, which I'm just loving, to be honest. I've just been in a social action uh, Zoom call with a load of people from around the nation and just realised just how relevant James is of just how you can't have your faith without action and caring for those in need. Anyway, we're centre in now. We've got to James chapter three. We're going to find that James now kind of changed tack slightly. I and mean, in looking at like how our life with Jesus is going to impact and shape how we live, kind of looked at it in terms of our actions towards others and particularly uh, ensuring we don't have prejudice or um, and ensuring we care for those who are in need. He's now going to look at it in terms of like how we use our voice, our words, uh, how we kind of use wisdom and how we care for the environment. He's going to look at all these things uh, as we continue in, but we're going to center in on James chapter three, verses one to two. Uh, where Peterson paraphrases like this, don't be in any rush to become teacher, my friends. Teaching is highly responsible work. Teachers are held to the strictest standards, and none of us is perfectly qualified. We get it wrong nearly every time we open our mouths. If you could find someone who'd speak to us perfectly true, you'd have a perfect person in perfect control of life. OK, there we go. To be honest, I would thought about just missing these verses because I thought, is this going to feel like I'm zooming in and saying, oh, yeah, remember teachers. They should be um, held in special esteem. And sometimes these verses have been used to do that uh, and used to present uh, a role uh, that gives more potential authority than it was, it was meant to and bring a kind of gap between certain humans and other humans and saying, oh, there's, there's the most of the people and then you have these special people. Uh, that's not what James was pointing to here. Uh, rather, he was like saying, actually, there's there's something we need to see in terms of those who teach that there's a privilege and responsibility that they need to live with. Um, and in it, there was then this other thing where I thought, okay, I don't want it to kind of speak into this level, because that doesn't feel like that's a comment on something that we're going to all Take something from. I don't want it to feel like it's a, a thing of, oh yeah, honour people who teach. Man, remember me. I'm, I'm like doing this every or aren't I? Doing a devotional. So it's kind of a pandering to Adrian moment. Uh, and to be honest, I didn't want that to come across either, because that's not what this is about either. Rather, as I considered it, obviously we're looking at it as a comment, not a commentary, because I just thought actually there's some instructions that James gives here in terms of teachers that when we link it with how Jesus calls each of us to live as followers of his, I think the instructions he's giving are for all of us. See, Jesus said that we're to go and make disciples of all people, all nations. That's like the call on every single person here's life, that we're to be those that are disciples, those who are learners, but also to go and make disciples, a call to go and teach others By the wonder of who Jesus is, what Jesus has done, and how he longs to transform their life. And that in turn, they then become learners themselves in order that they in turn would also become teachers, so disciples who make disciples. And that is the purpose of every believer. So if you're ever at a point thinking, what is my life about? Well, your life is a disciple now. You're a follower of Jesus. You're one who's seeking to live a life of learning and seeking to live a life of teaching. Uh, that, that that's how our life is to be. And therefore, when James talks about teachers, the comment I want us to do, and I'm going to hang everything on this one word of teachers, is it involves all of us. We're all called to be teachers because we're all called to make disciples. And Therefore, James then specifies, if you like, starts to clarify, like, this is what it looks like to be a teacher. Here's some attributes that you're to know you're to live with uh, as one who's called to teach others about the way of Jesus, about the life that Jesus offers, of how it shapes everything that then in turn causes others to then become teachers of the way of Jesus. And so in I think Dame specifies four things, attributes of what it looks like to be a teacher. Firstly, he says it's a privilege. There's a privilege in teaching others about the wonder of who Jesus is and the life he offers and how Jesus longs to shape others' lives. That's not something to uh, kind of dismiss and think, "Mm, really? No, no, it's an utter privilege. An utter privilege that Jesus uses frail humans like me, like you, to reveal the wonder and magnitude and beauty of who he is and what he's seeking to do through the world like it would be far easier if he just stuck around and just said everyone just keep gathering to me like it'll be like oh yeah jesus is amazing and yet jesus partners with us to have this amazing privilege to teach others in the wonder of who he is and what he does there's a privilege but also it's a responsibility that james says don't take it lightly now, I feel this whenever I speak, like each moment like this, I feel the weight because <laughs> there's a responsibility. I don't want to lead people into something that isn't Jesus, into what I always call the Jesus and, like theology of, yeah, it's Jesus and you need to do this. No, no, it's Jesus is enough theology. That's what the Bible is. It's a story of we need Jesus and Jesus is enough and this is then Jesus, the life that he brings. And so it's it's like the responsibility to not take lightly what we've got to do. But also understanding that we have to be those who walk the talk. That To be a teacher doesn't mean that you continuously tell others uh, how to live, and yet it doesn't shape your own life. Actually, it has to shape our own lives. Uh, We can only ever, to be honest, teach others what we've known ourselves. Otherwise, it's theoretical. It's like, I think this concept could be true, and yet this isn't what we're about. We're about, no, no, who Jesus is, what he does, he transformed our lives. And let me teach you about it because this is how he's transformed mine. And so it's about privilege. It's about responsibility of feeling the weight of it, yes, but also understanding that it's a responsibility that it's transforming our lives. And thirdly, I'd say it's about humility. That's what James is saying, that I love this, how Peterson paraphrases it, it just says, you know, we just get it wrong most of the time. Like, if someone presents, presents they've got this thing pinned down, there's some perfect human being, don't listen to them because no one's perfect. And I love that. I just think that's the reality. It comes with the humility that we get it wrong sometimes. But we also are those who don't have all the answers. I think there's a humility in that. That as you teach others, it's not you're coming saying, "I've got the whole thing, I've got it pinned down, I know everything here." No, it's like I, I kind of know this bit, and I'm still trying to work out this bit. I've never thought of that question. So there's a humility that's involved here, and I I find that provoking. Am I someone who continuously approaches uh, the call to teach others? humility that I I haven't got all the answers. I don't need to have all the answers. I'm not perfect. Jesus is. I'm frail. I get it wrong. Can I say just a quick thing? When we get it wrong, let's just admit it. I think one of my best lessons I've learned in my life is just admit it when you're wrong and say sorry and move on. Sometimes that means we see things and I, I i can look at something where right? i used to be so dogmatic on something and say, oh no it's this way or no way and then you realize oh no i think i think actually it's broader it's bigger than this and so i've had to come back and say oh yeah so for me one of the examples would be sabbath to be honest there's a recent one where i was like oh no we live a lifestyle of sabbath rest that's what jesus has painted for us and i remember speaking that lots and lots and that is true However, it was negating something that God ordained in the pattern of creation that we just need at least a day a week where we rest and remember the profoundness that God's in control. He keeps the world spinning, of resting in who Jesus is. And that, that's been something I I remember apologizing to Jesus saying, hey, I used to say this, Do you know what, I didn't think that was quite fully it. I'm sorry, because actually it made us miss this thing that I think we need to get hold of and rediscover this ancient practice of sabbath so it's humility so we've got privilege responsibility humility and then lastly i'd say teachers have to be learners the fact that we don't know it all means is that we recognize that we still need to learn lots there is still lots to learn and therefore i think in being those who are called to be like the teachers james says is that it means that we are also a lifestyle of learners and i think that's what it means to be discipled who make disciples is that we're those that yes are seeking to teach others, we're always those who are seeking to learn. Like I find myself increasingly as time goes on, that I realize how little I know and how much I've still yet to learn. And I think that's part of what it means to be a biblical base of a teacher that all of us are called to be. So there we go. That's what I think there is from this James moment. So let's have a couple of things to consider as we continue through our day. Two things. Firstly, who could you encourage today who has taught you? Like, Do we do that? I think it's just a good thing to do, you know, just to say, hey, when you said this, it really shaped me. I'm so thankful for the input you've had in my life. I don't know anyone who doesn't like encouragement. I think it's a good thing. I think it's a God-given thing, that we like it. We're made to be encouraged. It means we don't have to survive by ourselves. And so who could you encourage today? Uh, drop a text, an email, maybe phone. Secondly, who could you be teaching at this moment? Like, if you're a follower of Jesus, remember a purpose, be a disciple that makes disciples. And part of that making disciples, like, who are you teaching at the moment? Like maybe it's a moment of saying, God, what have I got to offer? God, who is it you bringing around me? Uh, it might be in a structured way. It might be in an unstructured way of just saying, actually, I just want to chat with you about stuff. Uh, so, yeah, there's two questions to consider. Okay. Let's get someone to pray. Charlie would you feel up to praying today or not totally fine if not yes if you don't mind unmuting yourself and then praying for us that'd be amazing oh father god thank you that we get together like this together and um be church in a different way at the moment father thank you that you are um always teaching us that um, as your word is opened, we learn new things about you and what it looks like to live a life following you. Um, Please would you help us to um, keep walking in humility, to keep learning, to keep being ready to admit when we don't know. And Father, would you be showing us who we can um, encourage um, that have sewed into us through teaching us and who we can encourage through teaching what you've been showing to each of us. Um yeah, please open our eyes to see those people this week from